every anytime I email a government press team and I and it's men and women and you got to email all of them at once, like I say, hey y'all, has gone. Like, I like that. I say that yeah, because yeah, what am I supposed to do? Like, what are you supposed to write? It was a long, hard road, but it was good to see the South finally win. <laughs> yeah, we won. A, the South won on pronouns, but on the woke side. Yeah, no us. one, no one anticipated that. The shock of the last two centuries. Good for us. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome for that, Yankees. <laughs> so, quick question: Fuck, Mary, kill, bus, bike, train. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean. Can I just fuck, fuck, fuck? You, you know, yes. I'll, I'll accept that response. <laughs> okay. I mean, my roommates so might play that game. All the time. <laughs> so. I don't even want the relationship. I want to discard it like a city bike. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you just can't choose. Um, and that but, should be okay. The three transit methods should be able to get over it. Yeah, I, I don't. I would do like okay. Fuck one bike, fuck two bus, and then fuck three subway. Okay, so there's an order of opportunity. Yeah, but Got I don't want to kill. I don't want, I don't want. <laughs> That's very much, I mean, fair, yes. But also, very much the point of the game is the stress it puts on you. <laughs> That's, most of the challenges derive from that. Yeah. I love that answer, though. No, it's, it's fair. I would say, oh, God, it's so fucking tough. I think I kill the subway because here's really? go with me. No, no, no. Remember, say you're, say you're remember that I because I, bikes are just you're right. There's something like no bus it, is good. Bus, bus is, good. is good too, but bikes to me is is uh, that's the fuck because there's something romantic about it. There's a sense of freedom. It's not just that it's safer, better for the environment, but being on a bike with like all the corny stuff, the wind through your hair, seeing people coming the opposite way. It reminds me, so we're from Florida, of being on boats and having boats come by and be like, hey, buddy, like it all really feels like we're in it together. You know, there's something magical about biking, at least in the city. Uh, it just, I don't want it to kill me, you know? So I stay <laughs> inside and play video games. But that's my fuck. Mary bus, because it's not the sexiest thing, but you gotta have reliable bus transit. Uh, the trains... It's rough, but let's say we gave up on all of it. There was that Lower East Side idea where they were going to do not the high line, but the low line. Oh, they gave up on that. They gave up. Yeah, smartly. Good. Uh, I, I think there's probably a way we could run buses or bikes or something through the infrastructure if we needed to, right? And also, in a world where we look after buses and bikes on the surface, maybe the subway we could get by without. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, well, I guess I, uh, I'm going to say uh, marry cycling. I, um, That's your long-term commitment. I've had, I've had the same bike for almost 10 years at this point. So when you get on another bike, do you feel weird? I do feel you weird feel when I ride a city bike compared to the bike that I have uh, now. But like, <laughs> just literally because of the physical layout of them. Um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll <laughs> say, you know, I'm going to stick it for the subway and, and uh, say fuck the subway. It, it's a uh, great quick uh you know thing to get passionate about and it is a we we have built a very impressive system i mean for all of the things that go wrong with it and obviously i i hate to say uh kill the bus but right now it is unfortunately the thing that's been hemorrhaging uh the most riders and uh kind of is is it's very unfortunate so you know i mean yeah like i julianne already beat us to uh being able to not uh, put down any of these things. You can do uh, what you want. Eh? No, I just, although I do want to point out, I want to stick up for uh, walking uh, as long as we're doing this because... Oh, for uh, sure. You know, 
it is great to take a walk. I walked here. I walked like three miles here, and it was great. It's it's New York City is a place that is big enough that you can take a very long walk, and you still somehow find yourself in uh, not only the same city but the same borough. You like you you are still there somehow. That it that also is a very fun thing. I love you don't get that everywhere. for walking because that is why mine is Mary trains because trains are amazing and should be in every part of the country, and I love them. Fuck the bus. And I'd kill bikes because I like walking Ooh. better. Also, I'm really bad on a bike, so it's a okay, personal no, thing. That's, this guy has okay. no sense of balance or no, equilibrium. I have uh, crashed literally every time I've been on a bike. You ever play a video game that glitches where you're like, like you play Grand Theft Auto and you go to get on the motorcycle and instead the motorcycle just flies out into space and explodes? <laughs> that's what happens when he tries to get on a city it's bike. It's real bad. Dumb and Awful. This is Brett. Everyone was bored. I'm Rob at Dumb and Awful. The show account is at Dumb Awful Show. So if you have opinions about the show, please do not direct them towards me. <laughs> I don't care. Brett does the show account. Put them there. I am literally only on Twitter uh, to get status updates from Nira Tandon and to Stan Luna. <laughs> Uh, and this week we have two reporters from Streets Blog New York. Hello, um, I am Julianne. I'm a reporter for about a year now at Streets Blog. Uh, Twitter at J-U-L Jewel Cuba. Uh, I'm uh, Dave Colon. I'm also a reporter at Streets Blog. Uh, I've been working there a few months uh, shorter than Julianne. Um, you can find me on Twitter. It's actually at Dave Coyone. It's uh, C-O-I-O-N. Um, and that's because if when you look at it, the... Uh, Lower K, that it's a capital I instead of an L because I can't get my own name on Twitter. Because, oh, really? Uh, yeah, no, two. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, I David, David Cologne is uh, taken by a guy in Florida uh, who unfortunately has like a um, Blue Lives Matter um, <laughs> uh, themed uh, profile picture, but he yeah, loves he riding his bike. He's like, all only his only tweets are like, kind of auto updates on like i just rode my bike like 13 miles it's like that's i, I like i guess i like that part it's uh, like dark dave a little like, bit like, like he's cycling more than you but he's yeah. doing it pro a little bit. police so he's so he's so he's that and then there's also there's also at dave cologne and that is a locked uh no tweets you know no profile picture thing that someone presumably has just been sitting on for years um but i also like it because people can't you know, they can't find me. It's nice, too, that people have to put in the effort. Yeah. You, know, you don't want to make it too easy for people to find you or they won't appreciate it. No, exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Commit to it. So all we're going to talk about today is transportation stuff. As certified numtot folks here, we're all pro-bicycle. Anyone here anti-bicycle? Me. <laughs> you're anti-bicycle, Jalen? <laughs> you're, you're running with the police made you uh, give up the bike? Yeah. What was and it I about, I put a blue line sticker on my bike now so I can get out of ticket. <laughs> <laughs> you got ticketed for riding your bike this week, right? Yeah. Just just for I didn't I don't understand. Like so I'm not from New York. Nothing about the way this transit is arranged makes sense to me. 
So why the fuck are they ticketing people riding bikes in New York when traffic's a like massive constant issue? Yeah, you'd think that you would just cheer a bicyclist every time they go by, like, thank you for not taking up 24 square feet of a road right now. Thank you for not uh, running over my child and because you all seem to like doing that every single week. Why are people so anti-biker in the city? Yeah, I mean, you would think that. But as you said, I mean, parking and driving is a human right. So <laughs> they... People, Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> um, so I was biking over to City Hall, um, and I stopped after I got off the Manhattan Bridge, and I saw like three police standing near this one dude, um, giving writing him up a ticket. And just naturally, I was curious, like for what reason. So I started asking him a bunch of questions, and they're like, "Oh, um, he was riding outside of the bike lane," which technically um, is a stupid, arbitrary law but it is one and we'll come back to that yeah but only if it's not blocked um so if you just choose to do it if you ride outside the bike lane for for no reason they can give you a ticket for that mm -hmm. so he admitted that it wasn't blocked he just chose to go a different way which is fine not um like, cool i've investigated yeah I so i was now. like all right all right i'm gonna and then police were like why do you care and i told them i was a reporter that is true police very important for them to check in on why you care about them. <laughs> That's they have a right to ask you that why question. Why are you concerned? And you can't lie. You have to be. This makes everyone more emotionally available. No, I was I was super honest. Um, <laughs> and then I just continued to bike away. And then I was like, oh well, actually, let me just snap a photo of these three big police officers standing guard of bicyclists on two wheels, um, ticketing them, stopping them as like. Cars are double parked everywhere. Cars are going through the crosswalk. Mm. So I just thought it was an interesting juxtaposition of what was happening on the streets of New York City and decided to take some photos. Um, when they started walking over to me, two of them, because that's necessary, and saw that I had no bell on my bike um, and wrote me up a ticket that's for that. That's the worst what? sort of criminal. The kind that doesn't have a bell oh, on their bike. Oh, I know. I'm dangerous. <laughs> the sort of shit you could get up to. That feels like someone's joke of how you have to ride a bike in Brooklyn is it has to be a fixie with a bell, but they're actually enforcing the bell part. Oh yeah. I mean, I wrote a story like in <laughs> April, <laughs> so fucking dumb. it's, it's used like as a means of stopping people from riding the, though. Bell, thing. the bell thing. I mean, there, there was this ride out, um, in April on 420, just for fun on 420. And, um, <laughs> The police commissioner. I'm going to go on the record. It was because of weed. What? It's the weed I number. can confirm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm put your feet to the fire on this one. Yeah. Um, and the commissioner at the time, Commissioner O'Neill, admitted that he deployed his officers to to the areas where these people were biking mm -hmm. um, and handed out a bunch of tickets to these like young adults, um, mostly like teens, young men of color, um, for not having bells on their bikes and they confiscated them, handed them tickets. Um, it's and wild. Those are the same people that the MTA police harassed too. They, yes. they seem like total criminals just based off of police enforcement. You'd, you'd think. Yeah, no, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're just riding with no bells. Yeah. I mean, I should have had a bell on my bike. Um, I ran about it, but <laughs> I'm a rebel and didn't. Um, so now I have to fight that ticket. Why, why are the police so focused on seemingly MTA and bicyclists? No, it's, I mean, the numbers are true. Like, so the police also admitted a few weeks ago that they ticketed more bicyclists than they did truck drivers. Um, when truck drivers make up a much larger percentage of 
vehicles on the road. They and also block the bike lane right, constantly. And also kill bikers. Which, which gets bikers killed because you're either going to get, if, if you're in the bike lane, you get doored. If you're not in the bike lane, uh, you get run over by a truck. And if there's a truck there, now you have to make that choice a half dozen times on your commute every single time. Yeah. I mean, it's not just like anecdotal of what, something that happened to me. It's the police are actually cracking down more on bikers than they are reckless truckers. I think it was a man where he had like a bike accident and he was on- Bike crash. A bike crash. Why is that terminology important? Because it is not something that just, you know, if you're speeding 100 miles per hour, it's not just a whoopsie, like just accidentally run you over. Hey, I do the thing where I take my opposite hand and open the door that the Dutch way. Dutch reach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, what is that? <laughs> the Dutch reach. What's the Dutch reach? It is where you, uh, as you were saying, you uh, open the door with your uh, the hand opposite, uh, furthest away from uh, the... Uh, door so that you are turning uh, to look behind you to make sure that you are not going to throw your door open into the path of an oncoming cyclist. Uh, it's a small thing that you can do to make life better for the rest of the people on the road. Yeah, it really is the least you can do. Yes. And, and it's not even just for them. <laughs> objectively the least. Because you know what? I mean, not as bad as it is for the biker, but you know what's going to fuck up your commute as a driver is if you door a biker. That's still... Again, of all the two, I'll be the driver there, yeah. but not good for yeah, your Your day's also yeah, really, not in the same way. A lot of people feel bad for you if you have killed someone, so. <laughs> yeah. Which is an outpouring of sympathy. Yeah. I, I know. I've gone on dates before. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, if, if all the politicians are like, we need good select bus service, we need more bikes, we're doing city bike, we want, we want to have tourists here seeing the city on their bikes, it seems like just a death trap once you get out there where... You're being ticketed by the police, and then all of your major hazards are being given passes. What possible reason could there be for that? I genuinely don't know. It doesn't make any logical sense to me. Well, police drive. Police are drivers. Cops live in neighborhoods that are car dependent, and are the, and so themselves are people who use cars. You can go to any precinct in this city, and you can see... Tons of cars that are parked on the sidewalk. Me and Julianne were just talking about it as yeah. we uh, got. The 70th precinct. I have never seen so many cars parked on both sides of the sidewalk. Yeah, and the I think we were saying it, it might be the 88th in uh, Clinton Hill. They very they quite literally, and these aren't the only. This is the only place where they do that. But they they draw parking spaces for the commanding officers onto the sidewalk and so guys are parked uh, i yep. think they call it a combat style so like they can uh, you know pull out uh, very quickly to, to go um they're you know they're perpendicularly parked there's some teens halfway, doing showtime deploy scramble halfway <laughs> halfway on the sidewalk and it is just this thing that people have been conditioned to think oh okay i guess this is normal i'm just gonna take up you know i'm just gonna be able to walk on half the normal sidewalk that i usually be able to get to do that um you know, and this isn't even like this isn't hidden. These are just, these are just out there. It's it's very easy to see. Anytime you walk past a police precinct, you will find this. Um, every morning, I, yeah, I, yeah, our local I, every one morning is... I have to. It, there's a process. I'm on the left side sidewalk because I have to cross a major fucking intersection. Which it, it's funny they added more lanes and it still didn't solve anything. But I I I, I, <laughs> I, I, I cross over at left sidewalk. And now the cop cars are on the sidewalk there, so I have to switch over to the right side. But then they start 
parking on the right side, so I have to go back into the middle for a bit before coming back to the left. This is a maybe 200-yard stretch where I'm just alternating from left to right to middle of street because there's just cop cars parked everywhere. And all the parking area that they're taking up is a school um, and a special needs healthcare center. So thanks, cops. This is, you know, the mayor... Was it was it last year or was it two years ago that he it, it had to have been last year his um he he said we're gonna crack down on placard abuse and we are going it's been to every fix. year but he had this, he had this uh, Dave uh, the Dave at Streets Blog before me Dave Meyer uh, wrote about this because he it was it was a big announcement the only one at Streets Blog uh, exactly yeah you just ne- when I when I uh, when you killed it, him when, uh, took his essence and his job he, he, as he, is he, traditional at Streets Blog to a, so so when he did that and the mayor floated the idea of renting or buying parking lots for police to park their cars in instead of suggesting to them that they uh, obey the laws. Well, no, that they should just take (laughs) the fucking train to work like everybody else instead of driving your Dodge Charger uh, that has, you know, four speed camera violations. I take back what I said before. If they're driving Dodge Chargers, it is the military. (laughs) Yeah. And by the way, don't forget the, uh, the little, shade you put on the back plate so that the yes uh gotta have that we gotta uh, have the american flag with the <laughs> so blue ridiculous. line gotta have the snake with the, the flag with the snake all the, the, all, the things, all the all the things that, that make it that. that make you seem like just a regular person and not someone who has <laughs> fantasies of being in a paramilitary uh that commits uh you know extrajudicial murder it's it's oh there's no fantasy you can just join the nypd to do that it's, you're it's not very, saying that i am <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so so you know, police are drivers, and 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 they spend all day driving. Uh, you know, you drive your private car to the precinct, you park, you get in your patrol car, you drive that around everywhere. And so, to you, uh, somebody who's a cyclist is doing something weird, uh, and that means that you are going to be more on the lookout for you know hitting them when they run a red, as opposed to uh, pulling over a driver who's doing the same thing. That actually makes sense. It's. There's literally not a constituency they're a part of, so it makes no sense to them to give a fuck about it, right? And as we know, in general, uh, police are devoid of empathy, so they'd be incapable of figuring that also out, Also, as a population, and this is a problem, uh, cyclists tend to violate traffic laws. And until <laughs> until y'all, I see you going through, you know, you're weaving in and out, Hooligans. you're going through the red light, until you as cyclists can obey the traffic laws and not get citations like drivers who are always obeying the traffic laws <laughs> until you can behave i think it's reasonable to to treat you like the criminals you are i would say that is sort of related though to it does seem like part of the political issue even outside of new york with dealing with transit is everybody at a decision making level is not using public transit right so essentially the people with the power to change it it's not going to affect them either way so they don't really feel the push to do anything unless you have constituents screaming in their face constantly I mean, I am I am curious, like where the um, decisions like come from, like who actually is like, okay, you three cops from this precinct, like go stand outside and ticket these because like with, you know, the mayor's new green wave plan to like the green wave plan. He announced it over the summer. It's just to install Tulane University's football team. Yes. That, that's Roll Tide. No, that's Alabama. <laughs> yes. yes, correct. Here, here's the thing. No one said anything. I'm Here, not here's a the thing. I, that is Alabama, but I'm genuinely so tickled that you tried to do a two lane football 
uh, riff. Well, isn't it, it roll no, something with two layers? Yeah, I think it's it's, it's roll cra- wave. Crash also, wave, roll, roll tide wave. for green wave makes way more sense than roll tide for fucking elephants. Yeah, no, I, that's the like. Anytime anyone knows that two lane exists, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> it gives me a little giggle. Sorry, I interrupted. No, you. so it was just What's a plan announced wave? over the summer to install um, fifty. 50 bike 50 miles of protected bike lanes each year um so with that with like vision zero ultimately eliminating traffic deaths at some point in our lifetime maybe um, <laughs> well, let's just, just not change car culture but let's do vision zero right I just I'm I don't I would love to know like where that direction comes from um to to just ticket to ticket bikers um, as opposed to other drivers who are doing the same infractions. Um, yeah, I mean, the mayor doesn't even see what we see. Like he, he made a comment months ago, um, when asked about why he continues his crackdown against e-bike riders, he's like, oh, well, you know, what's that about, by the way, uh, throw a little e-bike riders is it's what the delivery drivers here use, right? Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, like the people who deliver your Chinese food, like be seamless. They, they ride motorized. Uh, rather than be on a bicycle the whole time, it's like a motorized bicycle is what e-bikes are. Yeah. Powered, uh, you know, yeah. Some pedal assist, some fully motorized. You have like a throttle a control and, on them. And they're incredibly dangerous, according to the mayor, um, because they ride on the sidewalk and they go fast and they go the wrong way down the street, which cars don't do. Um, <laughs> also, if you're riding on the sidewalk, you could get into a fairly dangerous collision with one of the cop cars parked there. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't you stay in all the protected bike lanes we built? Yeah. I mean, because the What's cop cars are, are in the bike lane. <laughs> um, Bicycling, it really is like that Mario level where Lakitu throws spikes at you, but they're just cop cars parked everywhere you can possibly imagine. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. No, I... That's, that was all I was going to say. Um, yeah, so in him traveling in his motorcade, he just he doesn't see the things that everyday New Yorkers see as they're um, commuting or walking from place to place. Um, and he, in his policy, he just can't, he doesn't know how to fix it because he doesn't see it. There, he, to him, there's nothing, there's nothing there that's and wrong. He, is, he has smart people working for him who could fix it if he would let them. I mean, case in point, Julianne got uh, the uh, Polly Trottenberg, the head of the Department of Transportation, to say this summer we're finishing the final phase of the Queens Boulevard bike lane. It has been people have been waiting for this for two years, and she Julianne got her to say yes. And a day or two later, that uh, night, that was it. Literally that night. It was oh, hours you, later. You, you go ahead and say yeah. You go. You you tell this one then, because yeah, you'd like. Sure. So it was at a press conference about a new bike lane in Manhattan. And I asked about the stalled Queens Boulevard bike lane and Commissioner Trottenberg was like, yeah, we're going to finish it this summer. Have it on my recording. I can play it. Um, Which, you know, advocates were extremely happy because it's been stalled for years over some political horse trading. Um, And Hours later, the mayor, during a town hall in Kew Gardens, I think, um, said Forest Hills, Forest Hill, somewhere in Queens, where the bike lane is going to go, was like, actually, we're going to look at this again um, because we want to see if we can keep parking here um, to accommodate the Queens drivers and the Queens council member who represents that area. Um, 
So he again threw the commissioner under the bus hours after she had announced that this would finally be done. Um, so it's, it's just another example of him pandering to a car culture. Is that a thing everybody just like has to do to be a politician? Because uh, uh, Polly Trottenberg also was trying to, with DOT, open up around Rockefeller Center in the holidays. It's, yeah. What happened there? <laughs> so that was the first time I wrote a story that um, the mayor threw her under the bus. Um, and so. Be appropriate for transit. Yeah, I mean she's poetic. she's a mangled corpse right now, according <laughs> according to us. Um, and she, I'm sorry. I like Dave's Poor silent Paula. laughs. Um. So yeah, apparently, DOT. Um, Great pool quote. Put out this letter that they were going to pedestrianize Rockefeller Center during the holidays, which is like overcrowded with. Seems like a no brainer, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't know how to walk on New York City streets. You cannot live there. Shoulder to shoulder, mash, looking at a Christmas tree. And it's their fault because there's nowhere for them to go. So it's their fault. Um, And it's true that anyone hit by cars could have made the personal responsibility choice to not be. To get, in a, to get in a car. Of, yeah. Right. <laughs> they know how physics works. Exactly. They can just get in a car. Yeah. So she, uh, do your protection. It's like you have to have your own car. Um, it's okay. Keeping Dude. your personal protective vehicle. Sorry. <laughs> this, this is usually how it is with um, all the white men in transit anyway. So it's fine. I'm used to it. <laughs> no worries. Not wrong. Um, so DOT announced that they would pedestrianize Rockefeller Center. And um, then the mayor, hours later again, was like, oh, no, someone with an agenda at DOT actually decided to do this. They leaked this letter out early. That's I haven't made a decision yet. This is like three weeks before the holidays. Um, again, hours after DOT had made this announcement that everyone celebrated because it's impossible to walk in that area. Um, he ultimately made the right decision and did pedestrianize the area. Um, but it was for whatever reason, he was nervous to make, to make the area safer for pedestrians. And so he, he threw her under the bus and then did it anyway. So basically the worst combo possible. Right. Awesome. Yeah. He cool cool job. He just kind of, he, he panicked for kind of no reason because there's barely even a constituency there to get really mad about with the Forest Hills, with the Queens Boulevard bike lane in Forest Hills, there's a constituency there that they would protect their parking spots over the lives of, you know, their their children. I mean, they is it people just want, if you say we're taking 200 parking spots, you are setting off a riot. Uh, but in that area of Rockefeller Center, there was nowhere to... No one was getting mad at him. Nobody said you're taking my parking. Uh, you know, you're you're, uh, or at least at least not with the vocal intensity the way that some neighborhoods do when you propose a protected bike lane. And it just kind of speaks to the mayor is a guy who, if you say this will save a child's life, mm-hmm. he will listen to you. And he's been great on expanding speed cameras and red light cameras in the city. He was as helpful. Uh, a, a person on those campaigns as you could possibly get. It was a hugely, uh, you know, important voice for it. It was, you know, like really bang the drum when Albany was fucking it up uh, to kind of say, we're doing this and, you know, we're not backing down from it. And and so he 
he believes in in it in that sense, but you know, you you couldn't really explain to him you'll make this street a lot more pleasant if you get cars off of it. Like that, I think to him he it, it seems like he just doesn't quite understand. Like he even even being the the people who came up with the busway, who defended the busway in court and who through every lawsuit he would tweet we want to do this. Once the busway was installed and everybody was celebrating it, he wouldn't go near it. He physically did not go <laughs> near it. He didn't ride it for months. He didn't ride the M14 for months. And then he finally did. And obviously he was like, this is great. And when people said, when are we going to see this in more places? He said, uh, you know, it's just, it's just too early to tell. Why this is just a pilot. Because he's a guy who's been driving it. Like for, you know, he, he, he said that when I was a councilman, when I was the public advocate, you know, I I took the subway everywhere. I, I mean, he's a he can say that all he wants. He's a Park Slope homeowner who you know I think identifies more with people who who drive. I mean, he you know allegedly even hates being driven around because he loves to drive and be in charge of the car. Uh, oh, he's a real psycho then. Okay. It's, and people who would prefer to drive in New York City, there is something that, that that something is definitely wrong with your brain if you have a choice between being driven around here and being the one who's in charge of the car. That is yeah. beyond me. I've lived um, in a lot of places in this country, and this is far and away the worst place I've ever driven. Yeah. It's fucking horrific. Yeah, the mayor is not what you would call an urbanist, and maybe <laughs> and maybe you That's could good say for the mayor of New York City. Well, I you know I think that there is a kind of you know haughtiness sometimes maybe to the to people who are like i'm an urbanist i have great ideas we're gonna upzone this place and we're gonna you know strike every parking spot from that place and like it kind of you know you have to obviously you have to work in the real world it's not just sim city but the problem is if you have no urbanist tendencies which the mayor doesn't seem to have you think something like you know you you wind up saying things like we're all new yorkers we all idle our cars when you know, only like a minority of people in in the city even own cars. Uh, <laughs> you you know you. When he gave his big placard abuse thing, he said something along the lines of, "You know, we're all New Yorkers. We all worry about parking." And it's just like that is just not the case. And it is crazy to think that the mayor of the of the city with maybe the most connected transit network in the in the United States. Mm-hmm. And the most transit dependent, and and the one with, despite everything that happens, still some of the best bike infrastructure, uh, and in in the United States would say something like, "We're all New Yorkers, and we all worry about parking." It's insane. It's it's just a thing that you live, like Julianne said. He doesn't see what we see. He lives in a different world. So this is such a this is a city where bikes are fairly popular, at least compared to other places, because it's decently compact, right? You talk about in your articles like the freedom of having a bike. It's just very nice. They actually wax romantic on it in an article about how biking has uh, helped your dating life. City which, bike uh, specifically, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which, which <laughs> I encourage. Uh, uh, well, you know, I don't want to encourage people to read that sort of filth. <laughs> but on city bike, right, it's sort of two-parter here. Um would you encourage people to use city bike bike share the uh, like the Boris bikes and they have in England, right? Are, is this good as currently stands? Would you encourage people 
to use it? Or is this a situation where once we get to whatever peak bike is, it'll be safe and good. Everyone should be on it. But now it's not quite right. Where are we now with regards to city bike? And what is your idealized victory for bikes day? What does that look like in terms of the transportation distribution? Are we talking 50% of people commuting on bikes, 20%? What, what's the dream and where does bike share fit into that? Jeez, I mean, I think everybody should have a city bike. A city bike membership and for you a year. Especially. City bike membership for a year is less money than a single, uh, or I think it's a little bit more now at this point than a monthly Metro card, but it for a, for a full, for a whole year for, you know, and you can yeah, just I take city them bike. whenever. Yeah. And, and so bike I had it for share, the first year and then I had so many uh, near death experiences because I, just a big unaware Polish guy. I'm just. I'm not paying enough attention. I put myself in danger. Yeah, it's. It, it needs. Well, to I stopped. Come, I don't do it anymore. Right. It, it needs to come with a little bit more protected bike infrastructure out there. But bike share is great because you know. I mean the the thing about my city bike dating article or blog. It's an article. It's a <laughs> blog post. The thing. The thing about the city bike dating blog post that it really the point of it is that. If you are going somewhere and you are taking a one-way trip, you could take it on a bike, and then you can go however you're going, whichever way. You know, you take the bus or the subway home or whatever. And that is a great thing, to be able to have a bike available to you in that way that you don't have to think about it all the time. You don't have to, uh, you know, worry about like, keeping it outside, keeping it in your apartment, whatever. It's automatically maintained. Yeah. You leave yeah. it wherever. I mean, bike, bike share is a great thing, and I cannot wait for it to expand more in the city it's finally getting into up into harlem and the south bronx you know get it let let a thousand uh bike share blocks do uh docks bloom uh throughout new york city they do take parking but yeah yeah no and let them take that too <laughs> good oh as i say so we had a few different questions and these are less new york specific um but one that i thought was interesting there's so we had a few national like local versus regional questions when it comes to transit um, one, the big one is for a lot of people, what the hell do you do with the great middle swath of the country, right? Where the cities aren't designed in a way where public transit is going to be wildly effective, but it could obviously be better. But like, what do you, what is the, the go-to? Is it just, you pump out a bunch of ideally electric buses, um, and, and just go that route? Is there, is there like a good transit solution for places like Orlando? Uh, you know, I mean, I, there's a guy running for the house mm -hmm. uh, in New York. His name is Pete Harrison. Uh, he's running for a seat uh, that, uh, I, I think it's Carolyn Maloney's seat right now. Oh, is, she, is he primarying her? He's, he's primarying her. Uh, She's powerful. Yeah, uh, and so he's going for it. Um, and he has a national free transit plan that kind of ramps things up more and more um and you know i mean i think in places where there is not a an existing rail system you do have to rely on things like the bus mm -hmm. um but you know i think that you could also i'm sure that there are some people who would tell you that uh as e-bikes you know pedal assist bikes and throttle e-bikes get more and more uh uh, like more and more of them are sold and, and they become more uh, of a part of society. You know, like a 50 mile trip on a bike on an, on a pedal assist bike 
is not as strenuous as it is on a bike that, uh, you know, you have to provide all the power. Right. Uh, you know, if you're going 20 miles an hour with a bike that has an electric motor and so it's doing half the work for you, you know, you're not doing terribly. I mean, you know, it's, it's, and, and there are, I guess like the full numb tot thing would be to say like you need to start moving people into cities and you need to start urbanizing certain areas. I don't know. I mean like these aren't things that I think about all the time mm -hmm. um, because there's unfortunately still so much to do around here. Yeah, well, we're just start. trying to, to have people not get hit by cars on bikes basically. Right. I mean, yeah. And, That's and, the phase we're at the present. Right. <laughs> so, so here there's still a lot to do. So I, I, I don't want to uh, suggest that I'm some uh, great uh, thinker on uh, that idea, but I mean – you know, a bus system is much cheaper to run than, than, you know, building out an entire rail system. And I think that because people are kind of, you know, that like nothing gets in the way of a train, like nothing gets in the way of a subway. Mm -hmm. So, so they, so they see the, the subway as like a better thing, you know, right. like, like all these people who are like the hyperloop, that'll mm -hmm. be, that's the plan. Like bad idea. Not an Elon Musk guy. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Uh, you know, it's it's it's. Why is Hyperloop us? bad? Genu genuinely, this is just. Um, listeners uh, will just love. To Hyperloop hear. is bad, uh, and I certainly I'm no Aaron Gordon who has been writing about this for for uh, at uh, who wrote about this at Jalopnik over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. uh, Shout out to Balaban. Jalopnik's got good people. They do. Uh, he, you know, he dealt with this more than me, but I mean, because all the Hyperloop is uh, is uh, you know more opportunities for cars. Like when he's like, oh, we'll just build underground tunnels for, for cars. Like all you're doing is at, at best, you're replacing the pollution externalities of a car. If you have an all electric, whatever. Uh, but then if you still have one person driving themselves in a car 70 miles every day, you are dealing with the same exact bad effects Right. That that you are dealing with a, a, a petroleum car, except that you're not polluting the environment. Like you still have the risks of hitting somebody. You still have the kind of you're just stuck in a car by right. yourself. Like what a miserable experience that is. I have done it. It sucks. Like <laughs> you and and you still do have traffic. Like it, yeah. it. There's not room for everybody to have their own electric car. I did just think, okay, but what if we did the hyperloop? Small change. Instead of cars, they're buses, and I realized I just invented the subway system. Exactly. Yes. I mean, yeah, that's fuck. why people. Yeah, I was gonna know. say you did all the heavy lifting of digging the tunnels. Like, why the fuck would you do that and then just put cars in? It? Yes. No. That's. I mean, that's you know exactly <laughs> the the thing. I mean, it's it's a kind of unfortunate that we can't break this idea that that the future is is car oriented because it shouldn't be. Right. Um, but you would say. An investment in buses is probably a good first step for most of these cities. A yes, heavy investment, investment in buses. Absolutely. Buses, bus lanes, bus priority, anything that you can do to make it easier for a bus to move around in your city because that gets more people on the bus. Right. That makes sense. What is the best transit choice if you're trying to consider environmental impacts? I guess walking. I guess walking. I, walking walking has no carbon footprint um that's true i mean yeah. biking seems pretty good especially the e-bike thing because then at least you're getting power from the grid right yeah i guess it's just like it's almost kind of like it's not something you should even have to worry about because these things are all all of them are so significantly better than 
an SUV even that fits eight people mm-hmm. is worse for the environment than than any other form of transit in you know to to a huge degree. Right. So like, yeah. There's so like, there's like, no yeah, point there's just like, yeah. There's like not even. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's not. It's something I've never thought about. Mm-hmm. Surely somebody else has a better answer, but uh, <laughs> I I I haven't thought about it once. Only because. You just know that all of them are better than a car. Yeah, it's such a massive improvement over the status quo that it seems sort of ridiculous to nitpick which one is the best. Right. That makes sense to me. Because I always thought, too, it's just like, I mean, I'm from Florida. Literally any transit is better than what the fuck we're doing for the environment and just for life. Anything is better than this, right? That makes sense. Um, Because I hear people arguing and be like, well, I'm sure you know this. Train, Train nerds and transit nerds in general seem very passionate about their one specific the like holy grail of transit, whatever that might be for them, whether it's like, oh, bike is the one true answer. No, it's those trains in Japan where they have Asuka <laughs> Langley painted on the side. I mean, so it, can be both a, cool. it can be both transit and a waifu simultaneously. Yeah, why aren't our trains painted? That's bullshit. That's, yeah, uh, you know, paint, let us paint the trains. They, they let have the graffiti to, yards do their they work. Have, they have to, uh, there's, there's, you can certainly make that out of that argument. <laughs> but thanks for coming. Appreciate it. Of course. It. No, thank you guys. This is awesome. And you could find that's uh, Julian's at J U L Cuba, Cuba, and Dave is at Dave C O I O N. Exactly, because his real name was stolen. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I, I never had my real name on Twitter, so it was my own fault for not doing it. That's the way to do it. Yeah. This has been Brett. Everyone was bored. Rob at Dumb and Awful. The show is at Dumb Awful Show. Thanks for listening, y'all. Um, if you want to come yell at us about how we don't know anything about trains, you can pop in the Discord to do that. And if you want to see bonus episodes, we've got those on Patreon. And if you want to support us some other way, write a review. Uh, those are always appreciated. And thanks for listening, y'all.